Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to our program this afternoon. You're on the voice of the Cape 91.3 with myself, Aslam Qasim. And inshallah, once again, as per usual, our guest, our honorable and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, sharing with us advice and this leading up to the month of Ramadan. And it's Khushu uh, fi Salah. Uh, that's our topic that she has been bringing for, uh, brought to us uh, as of last week. So, inshallah, um, uh, Sheikh will once again inspire us with that topic. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mawlana Aslam, kaifa halukum? Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Good to see you, Sheikh, once again. Alhamdulillah. And uh, Sheikh's advice for us today once again on, around that topic. Al Khushufi Salah. Bismillah ar Rahman Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidin Mursaleen. وإمام المتقين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My dear beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and our dear and beloved listeners I once again greet you with a universal greeting of love and peace and respect and honor and tolerance and understanding and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and dear listeners, I once again want to say to you that it is a great honor and a great privilege for me to be with you again today in your homes, in your rooms, in your kitchens, in your motor vehicles, or wherever you are here in Cape Town, in South Africa, and wherever you are in the whole world. And uh, we want to say uh, once again, Nashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. We bear testimony. We announce it and we pronounce it to the whole world that we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. Wa nashhadu anna Sayyidana wa Habibana Muhammadan abdu wa rasulu. And we also bear testimony that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the final and the greatest. Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Qa'il, the one that said, Awla nasi biya yawm al-qiyamah, akhtharuhum alayhi salatan. The people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah, and the people first in line to receive the shafa'ah of Rasulullah, the intercession of Rasulullah, the fuqrat for Rasulullah, amjannatu tahan, as the means of the mister salawat chasidat, opposite khalif sanabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So let us put, all of us put together salawat and the Nabi Muhammad and ask Allah to put the barakah and the blessings of these salawat on all our mothers and all the mothers of the world. So please join me. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Nabi al-Ummi wa ala Yes. We can somewhat agree that every day is, is Mother's Day. Or should we rather say, every day is supposed to be Mother's Day. But unfortunately, lots of children 
do not make every day Mother's Day. So many of them abandon their mothers. Whilst our beloved Nabi Muhammad والسلام, when Rasulullah was asked, Man Ya Rasulullah, wie is die mense wat die meeste reg het, met wie moet ek beste van my tijd en my beste quality time spend? With who of all people in the world, Ya Rasulullah, must I spend most of my quality time? Look at the question, Allahu Akbar, beautiful question, interesting question. And the Nabi Muhammad said to this person, Ummuka, my advice to you is, spend most of your quality time with your mother. And, and this was the habit of the Sahaba. They made use of the opportunity. And then he asked, Ya Rasulullah, and, and, and after my mother, with whom must I spend most of my time? Quality time. And Rasulullah said, Your mother. And he asked again, Ya Rasulullah, and after my mother, with whom must I spend most of my quality time? Not just quick, quickly come into the house and greet mother and sit somewhere else and look at the TV and look at the rugby and play dominoes. And when you greet, go home again, you greet her mother again. Spend most of your quality time. And then for the third time, Rasulullah said, your mother. And when he asked for the fourth time, the Nabi Muhammad said, Abuka, your father. For that reason, we are saying, it is fine. If there is one day in the year for children to be reminded of their duties towards their mothers, to show their appreciation, to make their mothers feel special, to express to their mothers, Mama, I will let for Mama see, Mama is the best mother in the world. And uh, I, I don't always have the time to say it, but I just want to say today, Mama, that I appreciate. And what you're still doing for me. Just beautiful words. Allahu Akbar. Or we make use of this day, one day in the year, just to spoil your mother. Buy for gifts. It's supposed to be Mother's Day. But you're not going to buy a gift for your mother every day. And, and it's not going to make... It's not going to make a gift for mama. But one day in the year, you make it special. Or you use this day to give Mama a surprise. Just imagine the, the children come together and says, Mama, ons as kinders amal by mekaar gekom, ons gaat van Mama stie om te gaan gats die bij te laag, as Mama nog nie gaan gats het nie. Or you say, Mama ta klaar gaan gats jou, 20 jaar gelede, 30 jaar gelede, Mama, ons het gedeseid, ane jaar, inshallah, of die ende van die jaar, gaan ons van Mama makat toe neem, amal Mama sy kinders gaan. Give her a surprise. Make use of a Mother's Day. Allahu Akbar. So what does it mean? Please look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it compulsory. When you go to Makkah on your holy journey, Allah has made it compulsory that you, you must sa'i between, you must walk between Safa and Marwa seven times. You know why? Because Allah wants to teach you and Allah wants to remind you the value of a mother. Because it was a mother that was running from Safa and Marwa. And she was hunger. And she was tors. And she was pitied. But she still ran for her child. Now likewise, Allah wants to remind you, Netsu, likewise, your mother was running for you. From hospital to hospital, from doctor to doctor. Opgeblee in die nacht. 
Om vir na jou te kyk Allah. So Allah has made it compulsory if you don't make side between Safa and Marwa, your 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 Hajj is batil, it's unaccepted. Your Umrah is is not accepted. It's batil. It's not completed. And Allah want to teach every person the value of a mother. Allah Akbar. And that is why my, 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 my dear beloved sisters and brothers, I, I, I might as well share with you, as I've said to you in the past, because we are, we belong to one another, because I am your own son or your own brother or your own uncle, we, we need to share with one, with, with, with one another, uh, you know, the most, uh, you know, um, valuable things that we've experienced. I, for example, uh, mouth to the say, I, when, when I go for Hajj Umrah and I have people with me, in the last round, uh, if, if you now go to Safar, for the last round, I would stop the people and say, my dear brothers and sisters, for this last round, we are just going to make dua for our mothers. And then I tell them what to say. Say, Ya Allah, my mother, please forgive my mother. And grant my father, Jannatul Firdaus. And grant my mother to be raised the day of Qiyamah with our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what was mean? So today is a day that we can express beautiful words with with our with our with our, with our, our mothers. I, I just want to relate to you what my what what, what my other daughter, uh, Christine, that works for us for 14, 15 years. She's from Daar. I, I just want to share with you, you know, uh, how beautiful it can be. She she sends this um, to to my wife. She says, "For uh, Mother'sdag, will will I not say for my vrouw the following words?" A ma dink dag en nacht aan haar kinders. Selfs wanneer hulle nie by haar is nie. A ma is lief vir haar kinders op een manier wat hulle nooit sal verstaan nie. A ma sal hulle haar kinders bystaan wanneer niemand anders wil nie. A ma sal een koel vat vir haar kind. Sy sal voor een trein staan, gaan staan en vir alle vraag om maffe haar te vat en nie haar kind nie. En gelukkige moedersdag vir mevrouw van Christine. Is dat nie mooi nie? Ja, salam. Ek kan amper trane bring na mense oewe. En hy kom van Christine, wat werk vir ons al van 15 jaar. So, this is a day to express beautiful words to our mothers. There is no replacement for, for a mother. And if Allah takes your mother away, it's a different world. It is not the same. You know, I, somebody sent me a clipping of a, a, a khutbah that I delivered on a barang morning. Four five years ago, when I sit in the in the in the khutbah, kiss the feet of your mother because under her feet lies the jannah. Under her feet lies the jannah. Allahu Akbar. So my my, my dear ones, I, I just wanted to, to to say to all those mothers that uh, her, their children uh, didn't you know um, uh, make make their made their days special today. That we, we as your children, the, the children of Cape Town, we want to say to you uh, uh, a wonderful and a happy Mother's Day. And, and, and if there are children that are listening to us now, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah because we want you to make time for your mother and more time for your mother. You know, just maybe before we go for the break, I, I met a, a mother, an old lady uh, in, in Westgate Mall. And uh, as normally, as, as we have been trained and raised by our mothers, that us met groot mense groot. And, and, she, and she, so I greeted, Assalamu alaikum ummi. And she said, Alaikum salam, I can wie is jy? To say, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. 
en sy sê, mashallah, sheikh, maar ek wil het wat sheikh sê, my kinders het niks tijd vir my nie, hulle vergooi vir my, ek moet gaan van, van een kind naar die ander kind, en dan sê die een kind vir my, nee, nee, is die mama sy kans op my my te visie, mama moet, ilah, ilallah, toe sê sê vir my, sheikh, ek gaat my nou apply by die kansel, die kansel maar vir my, my eie huis gee, dat ek kind het kan bly by my huis, so I just want to say to the children of Cape Town, and the world, please look after your mothers, let your mothers always feel special, Mama het ge, geweek vir die huis en vir die huis en wat bergeman ingel oor die huis verkoop en mama wat gegooi van een kan naar die ander kan. Is sê recht nie. Look after your mother, honor your mother, moet nie let mama moet voel nie. Nee, is die deenese kans nie, nie die ene kans nie. You know, think about your mother every day. Phone your mother every day. If you don't visit your mother every day, at least phone her. En sê mama, ek wil vir mama sê, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, en gaat my mama, en ek maak elke dag doa vir mama, en ek wil leek aan Allah, en ek weet mama maak doa vir my, maar ek vraag my net weer, mama, maak my elke dag doa vir my, en vir my kan het is. Definitely on that note, inshallah, we will have to go for this break, but do stay tuned, definitely a topic that you need to stay tuned to. Die luister na die stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM Stereo. Welcome back once again to our program. The time just uh, 25 after 12 this afternoon. You have the voice of the Cape 91.3 and our very special guest as per usual on a Sunday afternoon, our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel. And um, just before the break, sharing with us invaluable advice and that's with regard to our parents and more so for our mothers. Inshallah, we will allow Sheikh to continue once again on that note. Shukran, uh, Aslam. Uh, my dear listeners, I, I just felt that for the first 10 or 15 minutes we wanted to speak about our mothers, but now we will return to al-khushu'u fi salah, that humility in the salah, that uh, proper composure in the salah, that, that the correct mindset when you are going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So please, my dear listeners, I ask you in the name of Allah to appreciate and to value and treasure the following ayah. Let me repeat that. I ask you in the name of Allah to appreciate and to value and to treasure the following ayah. And this ayah is in Suratul Mu'minun. Suratul Mu'minun is immediately after Suratul Hajj in the 18th juz. And the surah is called Suratul Mu'minun because Allah says, Qada aflahal mu'minun. The Mu'minun, the believers, they have succeeded. They are going to the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. So that's why I said, please treasure and value and appreciate these ayat. The mu'minun have passed. They are going to Jannah. Which mu'minun, ya Allah? Those mu'minun in their salah, they stand in front of Allah with that consciousness, with that humility, with that quietness, with its stillness, tranquility, full concentration, their hearts and their souls are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the salah. They respect that position when they are in connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So please, my dear listeners, I also ask you to remember and to keep in mind the following words of Allah in the Hadith Al-Qudsi. I'm repeating myself of, you know, that this was the habit of our beloved Nabi Muhammad If there, If there were important words to be 
related to the Sahaba, the Nabi Ali repeated it twice or thrice. So I'm saying again, please remember and keep in mind the following words of Allah. When Allah said, إِنَّمَا أَتَقَبَّلُ الصَّلَاةَ I only accept the salah of those مِمَّنْ تَوَاضَعَ بِهَا لِأَظَمَتِي Those who humble themselves in front of me because of my greatness and because of my majesty. Allah. I only accept the salah of those who humble themselves in front of me in other words, when they make salah, because of my greatness, because they understand they are standing in front of Allah, the greatest, and because of Allah's majesty. Allahu Akbar. Now what does mean? We, we need to speak more about the salah in our sittings, in our gatherings, when we sit around the table to have supper or lunch with our family and our friends. We need to speak more about the salah. Because the salah is the pillar of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After you have accepted the shahadat an la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad rasulullah. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, As-salatu imadud deen. The salah is the pillar of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Man aqamaha faqad aqamad deen. Whoever upholds the salah, then it upholds the deen. So what Muslim people, normally when they meet, they talk about sports, Soccer, rugby, cricket, about the soapies, about the films, about the motor cars and so forth. Why can't we, when we meet, uh, change our discussions and speak about the salah? Just imagine if we sit around the table or wherever we are sitting down and we say to one another, I didn't know that the word salah comes from the word sila. And the word sila means connection and relationship. So when you are in salah, you are in direct connection with Allah. Just imagine going with that frame of mind. Whenever you make salah, your fard salah and your sunnah salah, when you say Allahu Akbar, you know and you understand that you are in now in connection with Allah subhanahu You are speaking to Allah. You are addressing Allah. Imagine the salah is so beautiful. You speak to Allah. And Allah speaking to you. When you read the Surah Fatiha, Allah speaking to you. When you read the eyes of the Quran after Surah Fatiha, Allah speaking to you. You speak to Allah and you are speaking and Allah is speaking to you. Allahu Akbar. Just imagine when we gather and, and we're not every time going to speak about Manchester United and Manchester City and Liverpool and Barcelona and Stormers and Chiefs and we're going to speak about the Salah. Because those people, those people every time speak about the sports and soapies and films, maybe they love the, the soapies and the sports so more, so much more than the salah. And people that love the salah will speak about the salah. Just imagine we say for one another, I didn't know, or did you know that the Nabi Muhammad said, The pleasure of my eyes. In other words, my most happiest moments. My most pleasurable moments, the best part of my life given to me is when I am in salah, says the Nabi Muhammad. Ya Allah. It is worthwhile to repeat it. The Nabi Muhammad says, The pleasure of my eyes, in other words, my most happiest moments of my life, 
the best part of my life given to me is when I am, I am in salah, in other words, in direct relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear listeners, there, there is, a, there is a, a small booklet written by Dr. Abdullah Ali Baswar. And the name of the book is Al Khushu Al Mafqood. That khushu, that humility in the salah, that um, consciousness in the salah, that is lost, that is missing, that is forgotten, abandoned. That is the name of the booklet. And the intention of the Sheikh is to remind us and to return the lost and missing khushu, return it to our salah, insha'Allah. And he writes in the book, he says, As-salatu silatun bayna al-abd wa rabbihi. The salah is the relationship between the slave and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I want you to, to note down so that you can remember it. So whenever you enter the salah, you enter with this frame of mind. The salah is As-silatu bayna al-abd wa rabbihi. It is a relationship between the slave and his creator. وَرُوحُ الصَّلَاةِ says Dr. Abdullah Basfar وَرُوحُ الصَّلَاةِ and the soul of the salah is the khushu is that humility the way you make the salah وَالتَّدَبُّرْ and contemplation contemplation for example you, you, you think to yourself Ya Allah I am so small in a relationship with Allah Allah is so great Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah's throne Just imagine Allah's throne Is bigger and wider Than the seven samawat And the earth Allahu Akbar We're only speaking about The throne of Allah And I'm so small And I'm speak, standing in front of Allah That is the things That you need to contemplate Look at the honor That Allah has given me That I can speak directly to Allah He says And the soul of the salah is the presence of the heart. The presence of the heart. Was to be ghayri khushu. He says, Dr. Abdullah Basfar says in this book, and the salah without that khushu, without that humility, without that special way of making salah, kajasadin bila ruh. It's like a body without a soul. Wa kayfa yahya al jasad ba'da an nuzi'ad minul ruh. And, and how, how, how is it possible for, for the body to be alive after the, the ruh was taken out? If Malak al comes and take the ruh out of the body, it's finished and clear. Ya salam. So likewise, Ahmed Muslimin, your salah without that khushu is like a human body of which the ruh was taken out. And then he says, وَلِهَذَا إِفْتَقَدَ النَّاسُ الْيَوْمَ لَذَّةَ الْمُنَاجَةِ And he says, for that reason, people have lost the enjoyment and the pleasure of addressing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their salah. I think, I think we need to, to, to think about it. I think we need to, to sit down seriously and, and listen again to this statement. He says, وَلِهَذَا and for that reason, Today, people have lost that enjoyment and pleasure of the salah. 
because they have lost the soul of the salah and they've neglected that khushu my dear listeners uh, uh, um, I don't think that we need every time to repeat what's the meaning of khushu this is a key word that khushu it's, it's a vast meaning so when we speak about the khushu that you must you must reflect it and think about that humility that consciousness that mindset that concentration on the salah the presence of the heart he says the reason why people have lost the pleasure and enjoyment in their salah people are not enjoying their salah in other words in plain words they are not enjoying their salah why because they've lost the soul of the salah and they've neglected that humility in the salah so they became far away they are far away of the fruits the real fruits of the salah and the blessings of the salah he says and of the greatest fruits and benefits of 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 the salah and the khushu in the salah success in this world and success in the akhirah and he says to confirm that Allah says in the Quran The mu'minun have succeeded They are going to Jannah Those mu'minun who are Making their salah with khushu With a true humility Sincerity, tranquility And he says of the, of, of the other fruits of the of the khushu in the salah takfir al-dhunub al-khataya that Allah will forgive all your sins when you make salah in the correct way Allah will forgive he says listen to the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad that is narrated by Sayyidina Uthman ibn Affan that the Nabi Muhammad says ma min imri'in muslimin tahduru salah maktubah fayuhsinu hudu'aha wa khushu'aha wa ruku'aha illa kanat kafaratan lima that the Nabi Muhammad says, whenever a Muslim, when it is a time of the salah, and he takes wudu in the most beautiful way, and and he does the khushu in the salah, the humility and the tranquility in the salah in the best way, and the ruku, except that Allah will forgive all his sins is the Nabi Muhammad as long as it don't come with major sins and that is for his whole lifespan whenever he makes salah in that way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all his sins our beloved Nabi Muhammad says in another hadith whosoever makes two rakats and referring to the sunnah salah لا يحدث فيها فيهما نفسه and he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't speak to himself in the salah in other words he's, he's just connected to Allah listen to what Rasulullah says من صلى ركعتين whosoever makes two rakats لا يحدث فيهما نفسه and he doesn't speak to himself in other words he's just connected to Allah he's speaking to Allah he's just thinking about Allah just treasuring the moments of standing in front of Allah Allah will forgive all his past sins says the Nabi Muhammad 
and uh, Dr. Abdullah Basfar says in his book, قال الإمام المقدسي رحم الله إمام مقدسي May Allah's blessings and mercy be upon him says, وَعْلَمْ أَنَّ لِلصَّلَاةِ أَرْكَانًا وَوَاجِبَاتٍ وَسُنَنًا وَرُوحًا النِّيَّةِ وَالْإِخْلَاصِ وَالْخُشُوْ وَحُدُونُ الْقَلْبِ He says, remember that the salah has got arkans, it's got wajibat, and it's got sunnas. And the ruh, the soul of the salah is the niyyah. First of all, the niyyah. I'm going to make salah now purely for the sake of Allah. Wal-ikhlas and sincerity. This is the ruh of the salah. Jamaatul Muslimin, I can't, I can't stop by reminding myself, first of all, and your honorable self, about the, the, the soul of the salah. The niyyah and the ikhlas wal-khushu and the humility in the salah wa-hudurul qalb and the presence of the heart. Barakallahu fikum. Yes, inshallah. We have to go for a break right now and we'll come back uh, immediately after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Such an appropriate topic for today she has chosen as khushu fi salah and uh, starting out our day once again just for us to be uh, grateful for our parents and more so our mothers and uh, she is currently on the topic of khushu fi salah and inshallah um, we will benefit tremendously from this very very important topic indeed we will as it is uh, also the run up to the month of Ramadan uh, in a very short while, a few weeks left. So, inshallah, this has, these are all the requirements, inshallah, to make that uh, Ramadan as effective as possible, inshallah. So, Allah grant us the best for that coming months. And we will continue to benefit from Sheikh and his inspirational words each and every week, inshallah, as long as Allah will. Shukran Mawlana, and uh, Shukran Mawlana for reminding us uh, that um, last year in Ramadan, we said that uh, from one Ramadan to the next Ramadan, we, we need to... to to change um, and improve our lives, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, "Sallallahu alaihi So if it's two consecutive days are the same, then you're a total loser. So we said that on radio last Ramadan. Now what about mm-hmm. if every year is this the same? You are still the same, and and what uh, and the thing that we've agreed upon that inshallah, the one th- one of the things that must change in our lives is the way. We perform our salah. And if we've achieved that, my dear listeners, then we've achieved a mighty lot, inshallah. So may Allah grant with the barakah of this program and the barakah of the words of Allah and the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad, and the great ulama, that we're going to bring that major change in our lives. And I promise you, my dear listeners, this reminder you can be given every day, then you will benefit. If everybody, if tamaf, if a person can remind you every day to say to you, um, make your salah in the proper way, then you will benefit. That is why um, we make it a habit in our masjid in Portland. When when we start the salah, we, we remind one another and says, وَصَلُّوا صَلَاةَ الْمُوَدِّعِ Perform the salah as if this is not going to be your last salah. Perform the salah as if this is going to be your last salah. These were the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad of which we will hear later in the program or next week, inshallah. My dear listeners, um, the journey, the journey to to obtain and attain this khushu in the salah. And, and, the, and the journey starts when we take wudu. When you take wudu, you must, you must 
you must have that feeling that you are going to cleanse your body and not only your body you're going to clean your your soul and your heart in one time you taking wudu it's not only to to clean the limbs your hands and your mouth and your nose and the face and your arms and the feet no you want to clean your soul you want to clean your heart you must you must have that near to clean your heart of of any jealousy of any hatred of any uh, hypocrisy of any riya what is riya riya is to show off to show people that you're going to make salah or you stand in the salah like somebody's very humble and you know with a with the hands up here and and the shoulders down and and the eyes almost closed that is not khushu that is not khushu and you don't show it khushu is in the heart and Rabbi Muhammad says at-taqwa ha huna taqwa is here and showing to his heart to his chest in here not outside on the limbs so so, so imagine you you take your 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 rihla your journey to obtain this khushu in the salah starts with the hudu with the intention that you are going to clean your body and you're going to clean your soul and you clean your your ruh your your body and your soul and your heart you're not going the salah and you don't like people in the masjid or you don't speak to your sister-in-law or you don't speak to this one and to that one and you hate this one no you clean your heart you know what must mean it is worthwhile for us at this point to remind one another that one day our beloved Nabi Muhammad was sitting with the Sahaba and Nabi Muhammad saw somebody came in of the Sahaba and while he was walking in the, the water was dripping the water was dripping from his beard and Rasulullah said this person coming in here he will be of the people of the Jannah Allahu Akbar the next day in the same setting the same person came a bit late again and Rasulullah said again he is going to be of the people of the Jannah and we know that Rasulullah didn't speak of his own opinion and from his own mind no no Rasulullah didn't speak in huwa illa wahyun yuha it is revelation from Allah so Allah has informed the Nabi Muhammad that that person will go to Jannah because Allah is the judge and the third day the same thing happened and then one of the Sahaba went to him to this person and he says look uh, I've got a problem with my father is it possible to stay with you for three days the person said you're most welcome because that is a sunnah you, you don't stay for longer you can't stay with other people for five days for five weeks uh, you know, and the intention of him was he wanted to see what is this person doing so special that the Rasulullah said he's going to Jannah and he stayed up whole night but this particular person he stood up before Fajr went to the masjid and the Sahabi said okay maybe tomorrow night he will do the special ibadah that Rasulullah said he's going to Jannah the second night the th- same thing happened he stood up before Fajr and the third and after the third night the person said, the Habi said to him, look, I, I didn't have a problem with my father. I was just eager to know, what do you do? That the, the Rabbi, Nabi Muhammad said, alayhi wasalam, that you are going to Jannah. He says, my dear brother, my habit is every night before I go sleep, I clean my heart of each and every Muslim in this world. I don't hate another Muslim. I don't dislike another Muslim. I, I'm not jealous of any uh, Muslim. I don't think bad about any Muslim. Allahu Akbar. That is why I'm saying, my dear listeners, it is worthwhile to hear this. 
Because we are human beings. We are full, full of shortcomings. But we are here to learn. Just imagine. If we can do the same and live a beautiful life. It is so beautiful to live with a clean heart. That you don't, you've got no enemies. You don't hate anybody. But it is so difficult. If you don't want to speak to this one. And if you see somebody at a, a function, a family function, you turn away. Or you don't know what to do. Or you don't want to go to function because that person is going to be here, there. You make your life so miserable. Imagine Rasulullah says, Tamav, uh, this person says, every night before he goes to sleep, he clean his heart of, of all these things. Here, uh, the ulama say to us, when you take wudu, it's not only to clean your body, but it's only also to clean your heart and your soul. <coughs> Allahu Akbar. Imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, إِذَا تَوَضَّعَ الرَّجُلُ الْمُسْلِمُ خَرَجَتْ خَطَايَاهُ مِنْ سَمْعِهِ وَبَصَرِهِ وَيَدَيْهِ وَرِجَلَيْهِ فَإِنْ قَعَدَ قَعَدَ مَغْفُورًا لَهُمْ Whenever a Muslim takes wudu, then Allah removes all his sins. That was from his, from his ears, from his eyesight. In other words, all the, 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 the sins that you've done with your, your eyesight, with your hearing, with your hands, with your feet. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the barakah of the wudu, Allah remove and forgive all these sins. So when he sits down, says Rasulullah, he sits down and he is forgiven, says the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Another hadith the Nabi Muhammad says, مَنْ تَوَضَّعَ فَأَحْسَنُ الْهُدُوءَ ثُمَّ قَالَ أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُ وَرَسُولُهُ اللَّهُمَّ جَعَلْنِي مِنَ التَّوَّابِينَ وَجَعَلْنِي مِنَ الْمُتَطَهِّرِينَ فُتِحَتْ لَهُ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ الثَّمَانِيَةِ يَدْخُلُ مِنْ أَيْهَا شَاءَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ النبي محمد says who say ever takes properly wudu and after taking wudu he said أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهُ لَ Allahumma ja'alni min al-tawwabeen wa ja'alni min al-mutatahhirin then the eight doors of the Jannah will be open for him. He can enter into any of the eight doors of the Jannah. Ya salam. Now imagine Jabhat Muslimin, you are preparing yourself to go stand in front of Allah and you take wudu in this manner. And then when you say Allahu Akbar wa huwa i'tiraaf you're saying Allah Akbar, Allah is the greatest with a full belief and a full understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is greater than anything else. Ya salam. Fi dhatihi wa sifati wa huquqi in Allah's great attributes and the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the way, this is a mindset. You're not just going in the salah, it's not a formality. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Say it with meaning. Say it with feeling. Allahu Akbar. Allah is the greatest. And as I've said to you last week, my dear listeners, and my dear beloved brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers, and honorable youth and children, my one teacher, well, while I was studying in Medina, he says, when you pick up your takbiratul ihram, pick up your hands, it is as if you're now throwing your, your, the, uh, this material world to the back huh? and now Bismillah Akbar, and you close your hands put it on your, on your chest and you are now connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the dunya is now behind you your business is behind you everything else behind you are for the next 
three or five minutes or seven minutes, you are just connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what must mean? Imagine when we read the Surah Al-Fatiha. Listen to the beautiful hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa The Nabi Muhammad says that Allah says, that Allah says, قَسَّمْتُ الصَّلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي نِصْفَيْنِ I have divided the salah between me and my slave into two halves. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, Allahu Akbar. You know, um, I, I don't know how to say it, but I, I think we must, we must take the words of Rasulullah a bit more serious. In other words, what I'm trying to say is, maybe, and I'm choosing my words, maybe we are not taking the, the words of Rasulullah so serious. And these words are the words of Rasulullah that Rasulullah relates from Allah. Allah says, قَسَّمْتُ الصَّلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي I have divided the salah between me and my slave. Allahu Akbar. To two halves. وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ And for my slave is whatever he asks of me. فَإِذَا قَالَ الْعَبْدِ If my slave says, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen all thanks and praise are due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. Call Allah, then Allah says, Hamad hama hamadani abdi. My slave has thanked me and praised me. فَإِذَا قَالَ الرَّحْمَنُ الرَّحِيمُ If he says, الرَّحْمَنُ الرَّحِيمُ The most gracious, the most merciful. Then Allah says, أَثْنَى عَلَيَّ عَبْدِي my, my slave has praised me. My slave has praised me. فَإِذَا قَالَ مَالِكِ يَوْمِ الدِّينُ and he says, Maliki Yawmiddin, Allah is the master of the day of judgment. Call Allah, then Allah says, Majjadani Abdi, my slave has glorified me. And when my slave says, Oh Allah, for thee alone do we worship, and for thee alone do we ask for help. Then Allah says, This is between me and my slave. And for my slave is whatever he asks. And if my slave says, إِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ O Allah, guide me on the Sirat al-Mustaqeem, Sirat al-Ladheena an'amta alayhim, the Sirat of those who you, who you have put your favors upon. Who are they? مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالسِّدِّقِينَ Guide me to that path. I must live like the Nabis and the Salihin, the Shuhada, and the greatest of people. غَيْرِ الْمَغْدُوبِ عَلِيمُ وَالْضَالِينَ And then Allah says, هَذَا لِعَبْدِي This is for my slave. That last part that he's asking, that is for my slave. وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ And for my slave is whatever he asks for, I will give it to him. Now just imagine that we, in our salah, when we read the surah Fatiha, we are aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says these words. My slave has praised me. My slave has, has thanked me. My slave has glorified me. Ya salam. And then Allah says, and whatever my slave asks, he's asking me to guide him in Sarat al-Mustaqim. I will guide him into Sarat al-Mustaqim. Now just imagine, Jamaat al-Muslimin, we have that frame of mind. Jamaat al-Muslimin, so... As I've said last week, it is vitally important to achieve the khushu in the salah that we know each and every word. We must make a full study, a serious study of the whole salah. Whatever we say in the salah, we want to understand. When Allahu Akbar, 
Allah is the greatest. Huh? And we read the surah to the, 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 the dua of iftiftah. Inni wajahtu wajya lilladhi fatara samad. I am facing my, uh, now in the direction of the one that has created the samawat in the earth. I'm standing in front of Allah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Maliki yawmiddin. We want to understand each and every word. My, my beloved wife told me when she was in Medina with me, a teacher, a, a woman from Syria, she, she said to, to them, my dear students, when you make the salah, you, you salah and you read every ayah with timing. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Maliki Yawmiddin The Master of the Day Maliki Yawmiddin The Master of the Day of Judgment That is much better than Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahman Maliki Yawmiddin We read it with And when you read Surah Al-Ikhlas for example Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Qul Huwa Allahu Ahad Allahu Samad لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد. The key in the salah, jamaatum sameen, as I told all the hujjahs also when we go for hajj or umrah, the key of the tawafis tawaf not to be in a hurry. The nature of human beings is always in a hurry. Uzmaki salah fanakh, uzmaki tawaf fanakh. But when we sit in front of the TV with a film, we are relaxed. We sit in the TV for two hours, we can look at the film. No hurry. But in the Salah, it is also quick. Our time is, is up. Our time is up. And, and, and by, while I'm saying that, I'm thinking about one day Malak al is going to tell us, your time is up. I said to the people after Fajr today, you know the matriculants when they're going to write, at the end of the year, they are preparing and they've got extra tuition and the, 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 the principal and the teachers, Amal that is the end of the year, October, November. But look at us. This is the reality. Allah can take us away anytime and say, my slave, your time is up and I'm going to test you now. So what must mean in conclusion, we want to say and to respond to Auntie Gigi, Auntie Gigi request that was maak dua for geliefste broer die geliefste imam wat gemaningel het laas week, dat Allah subhanahu moet om hoog beloon vir al die effort wat hy gemaakt het vir die community, en Allah mis reward him, en Allah moet om reunite with his mother and his father, and all his brothers and the whole family, in the Jannah inshallah, I also want to make dua for a very special person, and that is my youngest daughter, Rabi'ah it's a birthday today, may Allah subhanahu grant it to be of the salihin and the muttaqin and may Allah grant it to be a great leader one day, it's going to make a difference in this world and also to my, my Buddha's um, wife, Auntie Salihah. It's her birthday today. Also, Titi Auntie Salihah. Also, make dua for her. Allah for her, for the Salihah and the Muttaqin. And also, by shukran for her, for all the things that she does for us, the family. And sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Muhammad, walhamdulillah, rabbil alameen.